0: That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Chad Young. Hello and welcome to the First Pitch Podcast. As the man said, I am Chad Young, and we are into the second half of the season, Always a flurry of activity when the All-Star break ends, but but with only a few teams playing Thursday, while there's still a lot of transactions, aren't nearly as many as you would have expected, we're going to have a lot more when we talk tomorrow. For now, though, Ezekiel Duran back for the Rangers recalled to replace Brad Miller, who was placed in the IL. His first stint with the big club went okay, including a couple stolen bases, a couple home runs, flashing the potential for fantasy impact. Thursday, he was playing second base and hitting ninth. Went one for four with a single and a run scored. He played second with Marcus Simeon at shortstop because Corey Seager got a day off. Will be interesting to see what Duran's role looks like moving forward. Josh Smith has been playing third base, but guys could move around, and if they've got him up, you think they've got him up to play. The Rays placed Harold Ramirez in the IL and signed Roman Quinn. Ramirez fractured his thumb on a hit by pitch before the break, so this move was always coming, and he should be out for a little while. Quinn's role is TBD, but while the speed is interesting, I don't expect a ton from him. The Giants signed Trevor Rosenthal to a contract for the rest of the season and then immediately placed him on the IL. Nothing imminent, but he has closing experience, and once he works his way back, he could take the ninth by the bay. Just have to see how he's pitching. Oakland recalled Zach Loeb from the Miners to start. He was the 27th man for their doubleheader. Got a nice landing spot against the Tigers and handled it decently. Six innings, three runs, but only two of them earned. Gets a quality start. Had four strikeouts and a walk, allowed only five hits. Did take the loss. That said, he is likely turning back around to AAA today or tomorrow. And even if he stays, he can't face the Tigers in Oakland every single time. The Yankees needed an extra starter for their doubleheader as well and called up Domingo Herman to face the Astros, not nearly as happy a landing spot, and he kind of stank. Three innings, five earned runs, six hits and a walk, only two strikeouts. Anytime you have the same number of home runs allowed as strikeouts, you're probably in trouble. The Astros lost a key piece of their bullpen, but got back a key piece of their lineup. The best hitter in baseball, Jordan Alvarez, was activated off the IL for the doubleheader with the Yanks. He started one game of the two, went two for four with a home run, a double, two runs, three RBIs, and got a pinch hit walk in the other game. Pretty solid day of work. The guy they lost should be short-lived, Ryan Presley, was placed on the paternity list. Hector Naris got a save shot in Game 1 of the doubleheader and blew it. He did get the win when the Astros walked it off. Rafael Montero got the shot in Game 2, went two-thirds of an inning after Brandon Bialik let the Yankees back into it. He gave up a hit but got his seventh save. Both of those two are streaming save options for the next couple days, but I would guess the guy who got the job done gets the next shot. The Tigers placed Bobrieski, who'd been pitching not terribly lately on the IL. Called up Garrett Hill to start. He was throwing a shutout through five, came on for the six, and ended up giving up three runs. Finished with three runs on five hits, two walks, four strikeouts. Never did get an out in that sixth inning. Hill has some interesting numbers in the minors, but walks became an issue at AAA, and I don't expect much right now. The Tigers also called up Cody Clemens, who played first base in game one, went 0 for 3 before being pulled for a pinch hitter. Some moves that were not made yet, but we learned will be made soon. Chris Sale should go on the IL today after he injured his hand on a comebacker the other day. The Mariners plan to activate Kyle Lewis today, so deeper league managers may want to get him into daily lineups if he is starting. The Mariners also let us know that George Kirby is apparently going to be recalled to start Tuesday versus the Rangers. Nice start for him and may line him up for a two-start week. Cincinnati expected to activate Tyler Molly to pitch Sunday versus St. Louis, and the Rays looking to activate Jeffrey Springs the same day to face KC. Maybe the biggest injury news from Thursday, though, is that Jacob DeGrom's sim game apparently went very well. After some speculation that soreness a couple days ago could be a precursor to a setback, it looks like DeGrom is still in line to join the Mets rotation next week, though you'll want to watch news today and tomorrow. How he feels after that sim game matters as much as what he did in it. Just six games involving eight teams on Thursday, so let's get through this fast. Sean Murphy played both games of the doubleheader, caught one, DH'd in the other, was 1-for-4 with a mammoth 3-run home run as a DH, 0-for-2 with a couple walks as a catcher, nice little audition for him as he could be getting traded soon, getting out of Oakland would certainly help his fantasy value. Alex Bregman still trying to regain his MVP form, had a nice day going 4-for-8 with 2 runs, 3 RBIs, and his 12th home run on the year. Since June 17th, basically a month leading up to the All-Star break, he was hitting .292, with a 410 OBP, 510 slugging, five home runs. That was before this day, Thursday. Buy now if you can. On the last episode of Keeper Cup, Pete Ball and I talked about Adelis Garcia being a draft value all star. He showed why again on Thursday two for five, a home run, and three RBIs. He's going to hurt your average, but it'll help in the other four categories. Other homers around baseball. Jimmer Candelario hit his 7th, Seth Brown his 11th, Aaron Judge not slowed down at all by the All-Star break, he hit number 34, Labor Torres continued his resurgence with his 15th, Chaz McCormick hit his ninth. DJ LeMahieu at number 9 as well. Some late home runs in the Dodgers-Giants game as the Giants erased a 5-0 deficit thanks to home runs from Evan Longoria and Darren Ruff, while Mookie Betts hit his 21st to flip the script and put the Dodgers back up 3. Earlier in that one, Freddie Freeman hit his 14th. Not a ton of stolen bases. On Thursday, Zach Short stole his first. Kyle Tucker is 16th. Joey Wendell stole his sixth. On the mound, Tarek Skubal comes up in more detail on the next episode of Keeper Cut, which we'll post on Monday. He was excellent on Thursday. Six innings, nine strikeouts, two walks, allowed just one unearned run on two hits, 17 whiffs, Three or more whiffs on four different pitches. He had a CSW of 29% or higher on each of those four pitches as well. Just a real strong outing for him. He's really turned it back around the last two or three starts. Frankie Montas avoided the IL and started game two of the doubleheader for Oakland. Wasn't fully stretched out, but he was brilliant. Five strikeouts, one walk, two hits, no runs, was pulled after three innings and 53 pitches. His velocity and spin were up, which is a great sign. Like Murphy, he may not be long for Oakland, although that is a less positive development for him than it is for the catcher. But I don't really care where he pitches. If he pitches like that, he's a stud. Jordan Montgomery, and stop me if you've heard this one before, got a no decision after pitching well and getting no run support. Six and a third innings, two runs and seven hits in a walk with eight strikeouts. Problem for him was Christian Javier, went five innings pitch, allowing just one run on two hits, though Javier had three strikeouts and four walks. Not great for him. And you know, maybe it was just Montgomery's presence that stopped the Yankees from cashing in on that. To make matters worse for Monty, his team lost when Michael King couldn't keep the game tied in the bottom of the ninth. In the other game of that doubleheader, the win went to Luis Garcia who handled a tough matchup nicely, giving up two runs on three hits over five innings, walking two and striking out six. He's proven to be a reliable fantasy arm even if I wouldn't usually let him go against the Yanks. John Gray pitched well, but given the Marlins haven't scored in literally a week, I'm not sure how impressive that is. He went 6 shutout, giving up 4 hits and striking out 5 while walking 2. 13 whiffs and a 30% CSW, with most of the work being done by his slider, despite a slight drop in velocity on that slider. That's enough to get me interested. Texas heads to Seattle next week, and Gray should face the scorching M's. It's a risky play, but if he pitches like this, he'll do well. Opposite him, Pablo Lopez took what should have been an easy matchup. I mean, this is the Rangers without Corey Seager. He did manage a 31% CSW. He did get 16 whiffs, but it turned out pretty bad anyway. Five innings, five hits, five runs, six strikeouts. Those 6Ks, the one good thing, but he did walk three. He's been great this year, but man, that was frustrating for fantasy managers who expected a smooth start to the second half. Speaking of frustrating, Carlos Rodon also gave up five runs. Gave up six hits, two walks over five innings, struck out seven. At least the Ks were there, I guess. It was versus the Dodgers, and these things do happen against L.A. He had 17 whiffs, but the velocity down a full mile per hour. That is definitely something to watch, given his history of inconsistent velocity and shoulder issues, but I'm not worrying about him yet. Mitch White threw five shutout opposite him, giving up just one hit. Also had only one strikeout and walk two. He had a 20% CSW and four whiffs. That is not usually a path to success. I'm not a big fan of that one, despite the good results. As for the bullpens, only one closing note that didn't come up already, and that was Craig Kimbrell coming on in the ninth for the Dodgers up three. Struck out Darren Ruff on three pitches, gave up a bunt single to Brandon Belt beating the shift, and then got flyouts from Wilmer Flores and Jock Peterson to end the game for his 16th save. Let's take a quick look at the weather with our friend Mark Paquette. Thank you very much. Well, on the first full day of Major League Baseball after the All-Star break, we have one game that's a moderate concern, I'll say. There's going to be showers and thunderstorms around Atlanta all evening as they host a interleague series between the Braves and the Angels. So we'll have to keep an eye on this game. Um, just... Keep an eye on the sky if you live in Atlanta and if you have players who are planning to use DFS players there, just keep an eye on the radar. Have a good one. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mark. Today, looking for streamers, Braxton Garrett has been great lately, now gets Pittsburgh. If you're a little more desperate, Spencer Howard and Antonio Sanzatella both have nice matchups. Where I'm going to start my hitters... I know he was good earlier this year, but Graham Ashcraft does not scare me. That park is so hitter-friendly in Cincinnati, and I think the card's going to have a big day. Maybe Tyler O'Neill starts his turnaround. As for what to watch, I mean, all eyes, as always, will be on Shohei Otani, as they should be. Take some time to check out the SP Roundup, Batter's Box, and Reliever Ranks, first ones of the second half of the season. They'll be up for you every day the rest of the way. We'll be here every day for you the rest of the way as well. That'll start with me tomorrow. Have a good day. Enjoy the baseball, and I'll talk to you on Saturday. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com. Slash plus.